Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us. You can ask questions about the stories. You can submit your own fan art and we can all go like, oh my God, I can't believe they made it look so cool or whatever we say. And then also uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Last time on Strangers in the Pines. You hear a crash come through the woods, and you see this... Of course we do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you see this man, probably in his like mid-30s, um, kind of sandy blonde hair, a little like fit, but a little bit of a beer belly starting to form shirtless and just like old blue jeans and like no shoes run. And he's just screaming as he runs into this circle and you watch as one of the bear traps claps around his ankle as he falls to the ground. I'll run over to him like, holy shit, dude. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, I, oh, oh my God. Oh, I think it's going to. Oh, I go oh, over there as that, well. That's got the bone. You open the bear trap and you look down and you see that his foot is like the bones in it are shifting and moving as like the top, the top of his foot where the skin is, is like turning into like dark bone and like splitting in two. And you do take it onto yourself. Dottie reaches out and touches this deer and then falls to the ground unconscious as the deer wakes up and starts to buck wildly on Lucas's back. 
If you really do not want medical assistance and medical instruction upon the surgery, I will go away. I... I don't know if any actual skill is needed here. Probably does. Oh my god. I could end up killing a dude. This is... This is how this day's going. Dottie, your hormone levels are rising along with your heartbeat. Would you like a sedative? No. 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 Let's just do this. And I start cutting out the heart. And as I do it, I try to heal the heart in the cavity where it's at. Ah, Agent. Welcome to Pineforge, the small, quaint town. Well, at least it was before the cataclysm. October 10th, 1996. All of Bell Mountain imploded. Some supernatural or extra-natural force destroyed half of the town, and now we have a unsanctioned militant group, the Stygians, sweeping the city, taking citizens can't go on like this. We need to get eyes on these anomalous teenagers we've been tracking. So far, we've only found the dead body of the heir of the Woodmore estate, and it was Grizzly. But you know what? I think those kids are still out there. I think they're trying to solve the mysteries of Pineforge and find out what's happening with these strangers in the pines. Dottie, you are funneling your power into this deer, and you, with a quick cut and a clean pull, have its heart in your hand. And as you're doing this, you feel a pain in your chest, like your chest is on absolute fire. And as this happens, the world cuts into bullet time as you hear a familiar voice in your head. Oh, sweetie. <laughs> it's just another little man. Thank you for the offering, and I'm so touched by your devotion. You were right in your thoughts. It's an old druid. One of the ones that was old when I was there. Not necessarily the most powerful, but annoying nonetheless. Check over to the southern pine thickets. That's where he liked to lay his roots. Follow the stream and you should find him. But I don't know if you're going to be able to find him there, sweet one. Your heart's being torn from your chest. Can I put this guy's heart back in there? No, no. This is mine. And uh, the leather bracelet on your hand uh, kind of forms these like uh, tendrils and wraps around the heart like a mummy. And then in a second, it's gone. It just wraps around and then unwraps and the heart is just gone. I'm going to basically not heal him for a sec so that I don't die. If I am familiar, if Dottie is familiar 
with uh, biology. Body's got like two minutes after the heart stops or goes missing before there are um, irreversible complications. Um, do I get another shot at trying to heal him? No. No, sweetie, you can't put any more energy into this. Sometimes it's in or out. You have to make a choice, not a deal. I don't think you'll like the choice I make. You're about to find out. I am going to let it try and rip out my heart. You've got to make your choice. You would have been a fantastic, a fantastic replacement. And I'm sorry to see you go. I'll remember this. Farewell, Daddy Luce Cove. Oh, you haven't seen the last of me. May you walk in green pastures. Oh, and uh, I'm going to use a luck there to keep from dying. So, so, Dottie, you finish this conversation with Diane and you feel angry, angrier than you ever have at this just pure dismissal. And you reach into that and you pull so hard. You pull everything you have and at that pain in your chest vanishes and you you focus your eyes focus and you you had stumbled for a second but you catch yourself and you stand tall and as you do this and you you pull on this power and this anger inside yourself um you let out just a guttural roar of self-preservation self-initiative and just the like sheer rebelling against the fact that you will not die here you will continue to exist and uh chad kind of looks up at you and his eyes go wide and he points at your arm that you remember having issues with in the other universe and as you look down your nails have sharpened into talons and your arm has been covered in this bright red hair and it's it's longer now and muscular and it is the arm of a predator uh you have now gained some more corruption as you have pulled into a new level of this power then once having pulled back up i think i will collapse pass and out you, from the pressure you faint and uh we cut back to uh, Danny and Danny, Lucas, Mark, and Miguel. Miguel has caught up to you guys, and uh, you guys have been following the blood trail for probably about 10 minutes now. You guys are walking through, and as you guys are doing this, um, Liz starts up some conversation. So... What's the plan? What's our, what's our, what's our game plan? What's our strategy? What can you all do? What are your powers? I guess is the layman's term of of approach. Well, uh, Lucas can skateboard really well. 
and and Dottie can turn into wood and and I can do stuff with my brain. That that that's pretty that's pretty much it. Yep, you know. Uh mm. what can you do? Yeah. And Yeah, uh yeah. Th- thank thank you, Danny. That's very informative. Uh Lucas, what 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 can you do? What can you all do? Yeah, well, I have, I guess, kind of like shape-shifting powers. Uh, yeah, you know, so like when I ate the rock, like I didn't really eat the rock. I just shape-shifted around it. That's that's pretty cool. I remember your your bone sword. That was intense. Um, yeah, I got, I got it right here, and I like pat the back of my neck. All right, so we got we got a we got a shapeshifter. What does Danny do? Oh, uh, he's a a sweet kid, but I don't think he knows how to, like, explain things really well. He's kind of like a fiery version of Professor X. And also, no, actually, he's exactly like Jean Grey. But when she also has the power to, like, turn into Phoenix or whatever. Okay, so can you do that not nerd speak? Uh, I and here I thought you were cool. Um. So I am cool. That's why I need you to do it and not speak. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Anyway, sh- he can ignite into like a flaming dude and also like control things with his mind, like telekinesis, I think it's called and talking to your brain. He already did that before. Uh, other stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, she kind of like cocks her head in like inquisitively and looks at Danny like confused um what well all right that's just great and she opens her palm and an orb of green fire uh emits from it and just kind of coalesces there and it's strange because like as she's doing it you realize it's not green fire it's molten rock but the color of the of the heat and the flame is this deep green um and she looks and she points at like a a stone on the ground and it raises into the air okay so you're a thermal or whatever too then i i don't know what that is um i mean i i guess i don't know do you like did you ever see giant demons that were made of flame uh no haven't done that one yet is Danny, do you see giant demons made of flame? Only in my quiet place. And they're new. They're new there. I we picked them up in the other dimension. I will uh I guess I'll keep an eye out for that then. Um I think they're joy. my friends. I think they want to help me. Yeah. Um Sure, let's yeah, let's trust demons. Yeah, let's go with that. Um, all right, well, I guess at least I don't think they're actually yeah. demons, they're like aliens or extra dimensional beings or something like that. I, yeah, oh. but we did run into this one creepy spider guy. He was like, if if a demon existed, I bet he's a demon. He is just a real bastard. He absorbed like half of my body into this little like vial. It was, it was. I thought I was going to die. 
Okay, so I guess I'll make note of the spider dude. He's called um, the Ragman, I think. Right, Danny? As soon as you say that, oh, as God. soon as you say that, Miguel, Mark, and Liz go like start pale. What? He's not behind me, is he? And I turn around really fast. No, he's not. Oh, good. Oh, God. Okay, good, good. Okay, what? Okay, let's keep walking. But tell me, talk, what's going on? Holy shit, Lucas. You don't understand how bad that is. Obviously not. <laughs> Could you? He, uh, he He's the ragman is one of the best hunters of anything that has ever existed. That's really weird that you would know that. Yeah. How how why do you how do you guys know about this guy? One, he oriented us on threats that we should know. He, he told us about the world. He, he, you guys haven't sat down and, and actually read through stuff and, and listened to him yet. But that's Lucas. That's really, really bad. Ooh, well, then this is going to probably be worse. I'm pretty sure he's hunting me. And I make like a shrug like, eh? I. Oh, my. I don't even know how you're alive. I. It was Danny. Danny turned into like a superhero and he saved me. Thanks, Danny. Thanks again. I. We the all all three of them look at Danny and are like almost like almost instinctually take a little step away. I. 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 I just couldn't. Lucas is my friend and. I don't want anything to happen to him. Or Dottie. She's my friend, too. I, I'm i glad we're on your side, then. Uh, yeah, we've already uh, lost yeah. one, so. Uh, uh, Liz kind of, like, pulls away. Mark's like, don't don't worry, guys. It's okay. We, we've we got this. I mean, as long, I mean, as long as Danny's here, if you guys beat him once, I'm sure you can do it again. Uh, we didn't beat him. We just hauled ass. And I was like half falling apart. Like I was missing like a leg and an arm and my body was like half deflate. It was it was really freaky. Oh. Anyway, what is you guys' deals? Uh, Static Boy, Flamey Flamerson. OK, I guess we figured out you're like the flame goddess or something. And what what what's up with you, Mark? I'm uh so. I haven't quite figured out exactly what mine is yet, but I can control this sort of extra dimensional space and noise. Um, and you watch as he like raises, raises his hand and like a, it looks like, like a, like water pouring out of it, but it's like television static. Um, it, I can manipulate it and use it to do different things. Um, it's good, but it's hard to control. I can I can't make it not do what it wants. I can only control it. And you watch as he like moves it across the ground, and everywhere that it touches, it just like whatever it touches is just kind of gone. 
like it just leaves a path of like just empty dirt behind it as he like recoils it into his hand. Um, I can also use it to create this sort of noise. Um, but I'm not going to do it here because it. Anything that hears it, it's it, it starts to lose chunks of its brain ability to do things. I um, when I was when I was first got this, I I accidentally I accidentally took the ability from my math math teacher to do math. He doesn't know how to do math anymore. He can't do it anymore. Whoa. Hmm. Good to know. You should probably train that. That that could be really useful. What if you could like shoot it like an arrow and then when it hit them, all of a sudden they forget that they were trying to kill you or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could or I could erase my parents' uh, memories of me and they wouldn't know who I was anymore. Wait, did that happen? N no, not oh. yet. Oh, I, but just <laughs> Jeez, Mark. <laughs> Man, Really? Well, I'm throwing me through I mean, an emotional like, roller coaster right here, man. I mean, like I took away, I took away the teacher's ability to do math. He's a math teacher. It's okay. Know, He'll like, have a happy life without math. I mean, what do you use math for anyway? Just like leaving tips. Uh, well, his his job. But um, <laughs> let's let's just focus on this now. Um, Miguel's like Miguel just pulled like pulls out his shotgun. We know, Miguel, I, you don't do anything. You have a shotgun and a cool car. He like he like cocks the shotgun and like kind of like cocks an eyeball. That's my shotgun. Yeah. So hope you hope you're enjoying that. And he like he goes. Yeah, all right, we're going to go with that. Uh, yeah. So you guys start keep keep tracking the blood and as you do, suddenly, Danny, because you're in front, because you're leading, you see the seemingly normal tree just shift and swing its its uh, one of its branches at you like a jinx. club. I need roll it up. So the jinx gets me a, fa <laughs> a failure. Danny flies back and just slams into another tree. You take one damage. That's one hold, um, and. I'm gonna save my other hole. You will. You. I will tell you this. You lost something. Oh man. I'm not gonna tell you what it is until a little bit later. But yeah, there's this tree and it's twisting and whipping around. Whoa, 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 whoa! Crap, Danny, are you okay? Everybody, stay back. Lucas, that tree just attacked. That that tree just hit me. Me. Hello, players. It's me again, Paul Parnell, the creative director of the RPG Empire. Lucas on Strangers in the Pines and The Keeper on Dustworld, the RPG podcast. So I just want to say hello. How are you doing? Good. I'm I'm glad. I hope you're doing very well. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have I told you about our Dustworld RPG? No, I haven't. Oh, well, let me tell you about it. So Dustworld, the RPG, is about superpowered nomads in a sci-fi western setting over the ruins of a super-advanced civilization. Sounds pretty cool, right? So you can now get it right off of our website, therpgempire.com, and check out the Quick Start Guide. It's free. You can play it with your friends. It comes with all the playbooks and everything you need. And before you know it, you'll be telling your own crazy, epic, anime-inspired stories set in Dustworld. 
the ravaged lands of a crazy warfare in Apocalypse. So if that doesn't sound awesome to you, don't play it, I guess. <laughs> but uh, if it does, please play it, check it out and hit us up. Let us know what you think. So with that said, thanks for listening and have a great day. Enjoy the show. Show. Why, why is a tree hitting me? Uh, I, I have no idea, Danny. Um, and I reach behind my back and I pull out my like buster sword. Uh, basically, like I kind of like reach in and grab some bones in my neck and it just becomes like a sword. So you I'm assuming you grab either your spinal column or your shoulder blade and make that into a sword. Yeah, probably my spinal column. But it's not like oh. bloody. It's it's like the meat just kind of like opens up around it. Okay. Uh, as you do this, um, uh, you see this tree start to grow acorns like super fast. Oh god! And uh, it starts to twist and spin its branches around, and then starts whipping the acorns at you guys super fast. I'll take a position between like all of my friends and the tree so that I'm like blocking as much as I can and kind of use the sword defensively as well. I'm small. I'm a small guy. So, you know, I'm making as big a shape as I can, but like I'm not that big. But uh, so they're like kind of dinging off, especially in front of Danny, who like got hit, hit this tree and fell down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You you managed to guard Danny pretty well. And Danny doesn't take the the damage. Uh, but you watch as like Liz, uh, Liz, Mark, and Miguel get like peppered with a few of these as they like slice through their skin. Ooh! Before that um, happens, can I just roll to protect someone to try and protect them as well? You can pick one because protect someone is protect is one person. So, uh, so a seven to nine, you protect them, okay, but you'll suffer some or all of the harm they were going to get, which is, you know, fine because. So I definitely. <laughs> I like look between the three of them and then I protect Liz. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Um, I will say between taking Danny's fire and Liz's fire, it, it is just so many of these that I will say it'll just be four damage okay. that you'll just have to soak. Okay. All right. Uh, you watch as, um, as this happens, Mark like raises his, uh, handout and summons that that uh, a field of static in front of him and uh, Miguel that starts absorbing these these acorns as Miguel kind of points out from the side and flips a dial on the shotgun and shoots it but instead of it being like a blast of pellets it's a blast of fire that just like scorches up this tree Liz looks at you and goes thanks for covering me um, kind of uh, an attitude that you haven't really seen yet being grateful for something. Yeah, um, I'm definitely going like, ow, ow, ow. Yeah, I'm glad I could help. Ouch. Ooh, ow, ooh, ow, ooh, ow. Can we hurry this up, guys? Um, and as she as you say that, she uh, summons a ball of this green flame magma and shoots it at the tree and it hits it and it, it starts to, to roil up the tree. Um, the tree doesn't react in pain and you suddenly you get the impression that it's not alive. It's being manipulated. This is this is one time that I really think that Dottie Dottie would be able to help 
She helps a lot of times, but this is one time that she really would be able to help. I just know she'd be mad at the way that I said that the first time. I'll, t I'll tune in. He'll kind of look at the tree and his eyes kind of like widen as, as uh, his uh, consciousness kind of zooms into the tree. I'm just, I'm going to tell you this. You like zoom, there's nothing. It's not sentient. This is, it's like, it's like trying to, trying to read the mind of a machine gun. It is an well, inanimate object that is being used by something else. Uh, I investigate a mystery. All right, roll it up. All right. Got a five. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're you're really disoriented from uh, getting the shock of being hit in the chest and, and having your jinx repelled. It is just, you're not in a good, your brain is not in a good functioning space right now. As you do this, uh, as it sees you protecting the the one that shot it with fire which is not something that it enjoys um it's a smart thing uh lucas you feel the ground under you start to move and i need you to make an act under pressure check okay whoa baby 12 eat that tree okay so you manage to jump out of the way as you see these like these three massive roots emerge from the ground okay. um, and grasp right where you were. So one of my moves is called mayhem. Uh, when you grab a nearby large object and use it as an improvised weapon, first determine how much damage it will do. And then there's a guideline and then attack. So here's what I want to do. I want to grab those roots and I want to just yank them right up out of the ground so that I'm holding like the bottom of this tree. And then I just want to Hulk smash this tree against the ground. Okay. <laughs> Kick some ass. Oh, you, or? Oh, oh, yeah. Well, what you do is you grab these roots and you yank them hard and you snap them right off this tree. You just rip them right off this tree. Well, hopefully that hurts hurt some yeah it it does not look like it doesn't look great it's just to lean in the ground it's now cockeyed because you like pulled it at a it, you pulled it so hard that it's now at a dia diagonal like it's almost like getting ready to fall over okay and then i need you to roll me a kick some ass and roll to beat the shit out of this tree with its own roots <laughs> 15 <laughs> 15 okay that's literally the highest that's the, the highest, highest that I you can do. get in this game yeah okay well minus forward so like if you got a forward you could get more but yeah. so un unfortunately this part of the move is one of those stupid like reverse numbers so getting a high number actually is worse for me i'll pick an easy one and a hard one uh my improvised weapon breaks and i make the situation worse somehow <laughs> Also, I take harm from the exchange normal kick some ass style. Um, okay. So it's slant, like as you, you smash <laughs> into the side of this tree with its root. I'm just like pounding it with its roots. And it manages to like block a few with its tree, but then they thoroughly get smashed. But as it's doing this, it shoots this like branch at you and it hits you right in the shoulder um, for uh, two damage. Okay. It, I'm assuming it deflects off your impenetrable skin. <laughs> it does, yeah. Um, but you realize but it now gets seeing, me flying. No, not quite. Okay. You you stand your ground and you beat the tree into into bits. Okay. Um, and as you do, you notice on the on one of the sides of this tree, 
there is a strange symbol that's been carved into it. And as you look around, you realize that there's seven more trees that are just in a line that you guys have crossed that have this symbol. And they're starting to glow red like they're burning. Oh, gosh. Oh, shit, guys, hit the ground. So they start to burn and they start to you start to see the move and you see Mark, Liz and Miguel go, we're out. We need to we can't we're not going into this blind and they turn and start to run. Okay. And um, Danny, Lucas, do you guys follow them? Shit. Yeah. Uh, I think Lucas is just like, shit, 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 shit. Um, I'm going to roll our custom move Chimera mode. That time I got a 13, so that's nice. Oh, my God. So armored gives me plus one. Wing allows me to fly. So basically, like, I form these archangel wings, like like the Marvel character. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, so plated wings, but they're, like, strong enough to carry me. And then I... Like go, hey Danny, jump on! As I'm like running, so I'm like running behind him, like quite rapidly. And uh, do you jump on, Danny? I almost feel like maybe, like, it would make more sense that Danny kind of like, what, huh? And like turns and stumbles, and as he's falling, like you just grab him. Yeah, I, like scoop you up. Yeah, in in the the wedding carry. <laughs> Or even even just kind of like grab by like the belt or something, you know? Oh yeah, or just like under and your like arms, toss, and then toss toss on your back or whatever, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. So I like fly above the tree line, um, and I also want to investigate a mystery real quick just to see what I can see. So as I fly up, uh, I I like mentally connect to the raven that I sent out before, and I have it kind of fly low. Uh, just out of reach of all these trees. And I ask, where did it or uh, what is being concealed here? All right. So as you're doing that and your ravens flying through, you watch the trees start to settle again as this rune stops glowing. And as it moves through the woods and moves probably about 100 feet past this circle of trees, it hits this wall of something not like physically hits it but like reaches it and as it like finds a wall yeah and as it does it realize like it looks around and kind of seeing through its bird eyes you realize it's a giant hedge wall and that's something that should not be in the forest right like like these are like like they're very they're overgrown but they are like like garden hedges and as it kind of picks its way through you feel the connection to it disappear. Ouch. Ouch. Okay. Okay, Danny. Uh, I guess regroup. And I, I like shrug as we're flying away. So, so you guys, uh, you see that Miguel shoots up like a flare um, to kind of signal you guys where they are. And you guys regroup back at the back at the house where the, the van is. And the three of them look at you and Miguel goes, that was a lot. That's if it were one, that'd be one thing. But man, that's a lot of evil trees trying to mess us up. Yeah, man, that was pretty messed up. Where's where's Dottie when you need her do her Arbor Day bullshit? That's what I was saying. 
I know. Last time I agree. I saw her, she was she was at the uh, she was at the bunker. I think we should probably head back there. We got a nice arcane library. We can figure this out. This isn't. I don't know what this is, but I don't think it's just some kind of creature. No, no. I uh, okay. So something else I can do is I can like make and control birdie things or like uh. How do I describe this? I can make little minions and they can do things for me. And so I sent a raven that I had made flying out towards past the tree line. There's actually like a giant hedge, like a hedge wall. When it went inside, I, I like lost connection to it or something. That's I don't know, man. I, I'm not going to lie. This is a lot of my depth. If it was a big old something or other, I could use this right here and deal with it. But uh. We got a lot of stuff. Whatever we're dealing with has been here for a while and has got its shit together. So, Bone Daddy, I think we better head back to the base. <laughs> Is that going to be my nickname? Bone Daddy. I, I don't like Sanji. that nickname, Lucas. What? I don't like that n n that nickname. Why? It's kind of cool. Yeah, but you're not you're not a daddy. True. Hey, don't sweat a heat heatmeister. <laughs> yes. I don't know if I know what a meister is, but the heat part, I guess, is somewhat accurate. Magma boy? I guess I that that would be accurate. <laughs> Fla flame. Like Miguel Miguel kind of looks at you and is like, why don't you why don't you leave the 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 kind of creative things to the to the Miguel man. <laughs> Did you come good, up with everybody else's names? No, just Blackwater, just mine. I don't need anything else. Okay, Duber driver. Hey, I wear that <laughs> proudly. So, uh, Bone Daddy's almost, pretty cool though. I I gotta say, we might need we to almost, workshop it, but it's pretty good. We almost died. There's a massive thing in the woods. Who wants to go get some juice? Oh, hell yeah. Uh, with that, my wings just kind of go whoop, right back inside and I jump in the car. Lucas is always down for a juice. Marcos, all right. I guess I guess it's time for a juice. Uh, yes. <laughs> welcome. Welcome but to the where? Where else? But duck duck juice. So you guys all load into the into the van and start heading off and we cut to Dottie. Dottie you find yourself at the Adler home and this is the the new one the one with the animals out from the the bears and the wolves and the deer that are kind of sitting out in front of this this cabin and you see the the drying racks of meat and the the leather tanning area place you see a, a big cauldron over a roiling fire and you see like the tip of an antler sticking out of this pot as sitting on this rocking chair is the same visage of Diana Green. She looks at you and smiles. Hey there, sweetie. I guess I've, I guess you found it in yourself to keep going. Do you want a piece of jerky? Just got a nice fresh batch right out of the smoker. I just have one thing to say to you, miss. The last person I threatened to kill died 
So let me be very clear with that level of power. I'm going to kill you, Diane Green, if you ever pull anything like that ever again. Uh, you say this and you feel pain ripple through your leg as you look and a wolf, just a massive wolf has just bitten you in the thigh. Um, as she stands and her face grows really serious. You listen here, little missy. I never claimed to be your protector. I never claimed to be your savior. I let you have your own choice. Your life is your own, but you will not threaten me. I am not going to pass this mortal coil because some spoiled brat decided she was going to give her life for a man that trapped deer for no good reason. For a man that for all accordance was awful. You made your choice. You got to stand by it. I'm never going to save you. I just needed a little bit more power to regrow his heart. And you nearly left me to die. If you did, you want the heart or did you want to kill someone? If you wanted to kill someone, why don't you just go on a murder spree? Like you're Jeffrey Dahmer. Shut up. Don't, don't ever lecture me about morality ever again. Do you hear me? I never claimed to be moral. You're the only bad one here. Actually, no, me. that's not true. That's just spite come out of me. You, I don't give you your power. I've never done that. Then why wasn't I able to heal him? Because you weren't strong enough. This wow. place, this, whatever this is, this is what makes you powerful. And it's you being powerful that gives you power. I'm not some sort of gifter. I don't give you what you have. Did you have powers before you met me? I did. I had so much power. I was able to completely recreate the entire power structure of the entire planet. Who do you think you are? Hmm? Just another stupid adult. You hate this, don't you? You want to have it all, don't you? Why don't you use this? You reached out. You didn't die, so that means you found power. And I know you're angry. I can hear it in you. You can see it's directed at me. It's not me you're angry at, is it? It's the world. It's bad, isn't it? You want to change it. Yeah. I didn't... I didn't make you make that choice, Dottie. I needed that this to happen i have to gain my power to give you to give you insight in my own way what you do with that and how you do that that's up to you but you have to gain strength independently i never told i'm not your mama i'm not gonna hold your hand 
Oh, shut up. Hey. I have gotten to my point through my own strength. Just exactly. fine. Through it, my research, it's me down at the library. It's me at class every day. Exactly. It was me who was basically running that store when my parents didn't care and wanted it to die. Exactly. It was me. It was you. It's always been you. And it's not you. And Don't get in my way. I'm leaving. I won't come for your head, but I'm leaving. You can't leave. You can't exit the grove. You are like, it's my I'm, house, isn't it? No, it's not. It's mine. We get power from it. Yes. But only one person sits on the throne. I'm not going to hurt you any more than what the wolf already did. Because you're scared of me and you should be. You make me proud. You're not the first one to feel this way. And you know what? I think you are going to kill me. And I think you are going to sit on this throne. And it's going to be fun to see you, Dottie Luskov, be the next Diana Green. And it's going to be fun to see the one that comes after you that does the same way. Well, that's it for this episode of Strangers in the Pines. Don't forget to check us out on social media at the RPG Empire. Have an awesome day and play on.